Okay. Fuck of a review show. Yeah. That was a take. take. That's a good one. That's just good luck. Yeah. (laughs) You know, that's what Ouija means, according to the Ouija board. Good luck. The Ouija board, allegedly, by the creators of Ouija board, the Ouija board named itself. And when they asked, what does that mean? The answer was good luck. So like, but we don't know. Does that, is that like good luck? Like, hey, I bestow upon you good luck. Or is that like a threatening good luck? That's a threat. Ha. Yeah, when your board tells you good luck. You don't luck, trust anything where the first two syllables of its name don't sound like what the actual letters are. Okay, but that's like anything in traditional like Gaelic language, I think, right? Like none of that shit's spelled it's actually it sounds o- in English. It's actually O-U-G-I-A. O-U-G-I-A. Yes, for Gile. It's from Italy. It's from the creators of JIT. Fucking review show, the show where three assholes watch something and give you their opinion about it. I'm your host, Tony Shaloub's back hair. <laughs> Motherfucker. Uh, and I am the producer, Francis Ford Coppola. And I am Dirk Diggler. <laughs> what was it? Five bucks to see it, 15 to watch them jerk off. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That was good money for back in that yeah, day, man. It was, yeah. <laughs> All right, cool. So today we have something a little special. For our listeners, something that's near and dear to my heart, almost like the RoboCop episode, mm-hmm. but we are going to review the Star Wars sequel trilogy, but not just review it, discuss which one we feel is the worst one. And if you're a true Star Wars fan, then you already know which one's the worst one. But if you're an asshole like the other two that I'm sitting here with, we're going to have an argument. Uh, <laughs> listen, these movies are very controversial in that <clears throat> the fan base can't agree on which is the worst. I feel like most of them can agree on which is the best, but the worst, it, it always comes down to two. But I think there's, you know, there, there's, there, there's a, a minority of people that would feel that there is one movie that would be deemed the worst, but, you know. But yes, I think this is a very interesting topic because it's it's really just picking apart what what's good about these these movies and what sucks about them at the same time. So. Well, what I think is really incredible about it is that um, we've been having the same conversation about the same franchise for like forty years now. Oh yeah, yep. yeah, and Absolutely. that's like I think that's a testament to human willpower to just <laughs> that's a that's a testament to our resolve. Yeah, we're committed to this completely meaningless thing. Yep. so star wars has a as a near and dear place in my heart as it does i think for all of us we all yeah that's true this is this is a film series this is this this film series in and of itself is completely different than any other film series even and some may argue oh star trek's kind of the same but no i don't think so only because star trek's caters to a more adult audience Whereas Star Wars has such a brand, a, a, like a wide banded scope of reach. I agree with you. And, and 
just real, I don't want to go too no, far no. into this, but like my my big thing and why I think that the original trilogy is the best is because I wasn't alive when that one came out. <laughs> <laughs> Probably, but I had yeah. to live through these other ones, yeah. so I don't feel great about that. I don't, I don't feel good about this. It's kind of the same with music, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 pretty much, yeah. pretty much. I love music. Yeah. So, so we're gonna go ahead and give you a review of each film in order, uh, and then we're gonna go ahead and go into an all-out free-for-all and literally argue about which one is the possibly worst one out of the new franchise. So we begin with The Force Awakens. Thoughts? Uh, so what, just dive in? Just, right just dive yeah, right, right in. Yeah. Fuck it, people Least it. favorite one. Worst one of the trilogy. Really? Of wow. the new trilogy, yeah. Wow. Yeah. See, no, okay, but all right, so like, I hate using the phrase, oh, that's the worst one, because it you know, makes it sound like th- that it's bad. It's not a bad movie. It's my least favorite one of that trilogy. Right. Um, for the reason that it feels so much like a Disney movie, um, that I'm just not into it, you know? And really? I just, yeah, and I just never really felt like Star Wars should be that route. Also, the first time I watched it, I felt like there was three writers working on the movie and each one had a different idea about the direction of the film. And there was like, Two of them were like, oh, yeah, no, we're going to do this this throwback to the way it was, but we're going to modernize it, you know, and like address some social issues. And then someone else was like a, a purist, a traditionalist, and they were like, no, it's got to be all about Darth Vader. And those three writers wrote themselves into the film as Finn, Ray, and Kylo. Um, <laughs> that is, is the really weirdest, how I felt. That's the first time I ever heard somebody say that that one that, sounds like that, the most Disney. Yeah. It, like it felt like the most Disney because yeah. I think... I think out of all of them, that one felt the most authentic to the original trilogy in the sense of what people wanted to see in a modernized Star Wars I film. I, I, would, I would say it's my favorite of the three. Yeah? Yeah. And I think, I think when I saw it in the movie theater, that it was, you know, except for when I saw The Dark Knight the first time, that it was the best movie theater experience I've ever had watching that movie. See, I yeah. kind of wish I would have seen it in the theaters because, like, okay, yeah, Star Wars would, has always been, even the prequels, which we don't, you know, want to yeah. kill. See, and I'm not that bad. I'm, so, like, and you guys know me. For, yeah, we've known yeah, each yeah. other for, for a very, very long time. The, the prequels were really good films in setup and scope and on paper. The problem with the prequels is the problem that George Lucas has in general, which is why he had so much support in the dialogue and writing aspect in the original trilogy is George Lucas doesn't do character dialogue really, really well. It's, it's really wooden and he doesn't understand the concept of emotionality. He had the same problem in American Graffiti. So like his dialogue structure is really, really wooden always. That's just his, that's just who he is. Like he doesn't think that emo- he he talks like a robot, so he thinks everybody else talks like a robot. Whenever you went to Skywalker Ranch, did you like, "Hello, Albert, welcome to but, Skywalker"? But, but, but you can you can kind of get it from like the, and that's my only gripe. Like the prequel trilogy is good. This to me, for I feel like the the it is the the, the Force Awakens is my favorite film, and mostly because of the little subtleties that it sets up, which. At the end of this conversation, we're going to talk about, but I called it from The Force Awakens what was going to happen, and I was pretty spot on from the get-go where the trilogy was going until we had a little road bump. But that, that aside, I think that movie sets up things new, like with nuances. Like It didn't overdo it. It did do a lot of stuff for nostalgia's sake, 
in the Force Awakens. Yeah, but I mean that were like I think I think everyone went into this knowing that was going to happen. I yeah. mean like we're we're, we're revisiting uh, a franchise that has been you know a cultural movement yeah, for decades. Exactly. So like there's no way you can do a Star Wars movie without it feeling like a throwback. Right. Um, and there's one of the, no and one of like and I and you could tell like they were doing a lot of those nostalgic things because of the harsh criticisms of the prequels where there was too much CGI, it didn't feel real, which is kind of unwarranted because a lot of the prequel trilogy are like large scale models and actual rooms and things like that. That's true. They actually it, found a guy that could um, walk on his hands to place a bulb. <laughs> <laughs> his hands are registered vehicles in the state of California. You're not wrong. Yeah, no. <laughs> so all right. So the Force Awakens takes yeah. place. What thirty years yeah. after yeah. Return of the Return Jedi? Return of the Jedi, the original trilogy capper, mm-hmm. uh, focuses on a new set of characters. Yep, you had Ray, you had Finn, you had Poe, uh, Kylo Ren, the new bad guy who mm-hmm. uh, happens to be the son of Han Solo and Leia. Yep, also Luke Skywalker's nephew. Exactly, uh, and pretty much deals with uh, you know the fall, pretty much the fallout of the the Empire. You know the the death of the Empire just becomes a the first order. Right. So it's, it's almost, it's almost like they're almost like an, like an alternative sect. Yeah. It's like a splintered sect. Think of like, think of like the Nazis in Nazi Germany. And then now you have these factions after the fact that still support that cause, but that cause is kind of fleeting, but they've gained a lot of power. Yeah, it, and that went yeah, really it, dark, it, really it, fast. But they're, they've yeah. gotten a lot bigger. They've, yeah. they've, they've had a bigger budget. You know? Yeah. They got a lot more money in their pocket. Again, we're talking about, the the first order, not the first, not the first, first order. Right. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I know. Given um, the current climate, and, um, <laughs> that sort of pushes. You know, you know, you had, you know, Kylo Ren and the first order. Mm-hmm. They're trying to find Luke Skywalker, just to put you know to put an end to the Jedi legacy once and for all. Right. Uh, and that kind of you know, you have a you have Finn who was a renegade stormtrooper. Turncoat, yeah. Turncoat, yeah, and yeah. you know that kind of just. Which spearheads say, the entire film. Yeah. I think that was probably the coolest thing that they did in the entire. Oh, absolutely! The, yeah, yeah that, like that, having, that was a really unique. I don't know why I love it so much, but having a stormtrooper that all of a sudden becomes self-aware and is just like, "Whoa! Like I, I don't have to be a part of this. I don't want to be a part of this." I don't know, man. I mean, we, we didn't really have that before. The stormtroopers well, were we basically really didn't, yeah. yeah, they were none of. Because what they're clones, right? Well, in in the in the prequel trilogy, they're clones. They clones. In the yeah. original trilogy, the clones have been stopped, and now they're okay. just, they're just whatever, dudes yeah. in suits. Okay, so which which explains why the, the 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 it's like the juxtaposition of why they were so bad in the original trilogy at shooting and doing anything is because they're just regular Joe Schmo folks. Yeah, and in the prequels, they are like genetically engineered, trained to do their job. But, um. Yeah, it's essentially it's essentially a gigantic setup movie, done in the vein of classic George Lucas Indiana Jones style, where they're on an adventure and a mission. They have a point to get to, and then throughout the point, it sets up all these characters in unique yeah. ways because Ray's mysterious. You don't know who she is, and she has some she has these weird connections and visions of a higher purpose that she doesn't understand. Kylo is essentially trying to. He doesn't recognize his grandfather as Anakin Skywalker, but he, re- he recognizes him as Darth Vader due to some sort of fallout that he had with Luke Skywalker. Um, Han and Leia have been separated for years, and they're, you find that Han is back to doing his old ways before the, the original trilogy where he's just a smuggler. 
and he's cheating everyone and he's falling himself into traps and he's still that same dude, but he's a little more bittered and a little more adult about things. And then you have the new character, Poe, who essentially is Han Solo 2.0 light. Well, all right. <laughs> I, I get where you're going yeah. with that. I would say that because yeah, he's he's like the the charming, charismatic, yeah. blow it up kind of guy. He's the risk taker. He's a risk taker. But he's he's Han Solo with uh with I don't know loyalty, duty. Yeah. He's uh he's the soldier Han Solo. Mm-hmm. He's the knight in shining armor Han Solo. He's um, he's really he's like the embodiment of of what like a resistance maverick yeah, would be. Yeah. Which I really like Poe. I think Poe's a but, fun character. But I'll tell you what I like. About the, why I like the movie so much, yeah. and why it's my favorite of the the entire sequel trilogy, is because you know sitting in that movie theater, like you know, the last Star Wars movie that we had before that was Revenge of the Sith, right? How in the prequel trilogy, trilogies, however you or anyone feels about them, you know, yeah. you don't count the other like Solo or Rogue One. Well, those came after. Did they no. really? They did. Yeah, yeah. they, they, they cool. came after. So I thought they came. And after. the prequel trilogies, even though are Star Wars, they didn't really feel like Star Wars, right? So I remember distinctly just sitting in that seat watching this movie play Force Awakens and like feeling like this, we were, is, Star this is Star Wars. Wars movie. I haven't felt this way in a long time. And it really was like one of the best movie experiences I ever had. Uh, movie theater experiences I've ever had. And uh, it does. It sets up, you know, I think I think that was the point. I think I think Force Awakens kind of gets some criticism for being maybe too much <laughs> like a new hope and not doing a, a enough you know, uh, plot wise, but it, re- it really was about just setting the, the universe up, setting it back up. Yeah, I yeah. agree with you on that. But I, as far as it not doing enough, I mean, you know, and not that that that's not your criticism, but just if we can address that general criticism. Um, yeah, I disagree with that. I think it it as a story, it did a lot, man. I mean, like we've already talked about, absolutely, the, the, yeah, the absolutely, yeah, yeah. Trooper, like that's and that's what yeah. I was saying. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. It's just, so it, people really don't think that one did enough. People no. think it didn't do enough, or that it was too much like a New Hope. But that was it I, was but, a lot like but, a New well, Hope. Well, I think that, but, but that was the point. Yeah, it was to bring it back because they yeah. knew. All right, we not that they lost the plot with the prequels. I mean, it's just like it just didn't feel like Star Wars. So, yeah. all right, we're bringing back a new trilogy. J.J. Abrams just like I just want to make it feel like the way I felt. When I saw the original exactly. movie, and this is what I, the story and, I want to and tell. The, and the funny thing is, is what a lot of people misunderstand is that when George sold Star Wars, there was a slew between the original trilogy and the prequels, a slew of expanded universe things. People kind of already knew what happened after Return of the Jedi because it was set up in years in books and things like that, Thrawn trilogy, things like that. So... I think a new what I think what the Force Awakens did was yeah it did the same concept oh there's a star killer base and it's going to be a thing this time it's a planet that they're using but I think I said it from the beginning there was always an underlying plot something wasn't right it was too cookie cutter and in that last scene with Rey and Kylo fighting you kind of see it and had it panned out well, and I'll get to that later but had it pan out that movie would have been brilliant in the way that it set it up because it gave you the facade and the nostalgia of oh, a new hope. Like, oh my God, these people are on an adventure to save something. But in reality, what it was doing was setting up the pieces for a more dramatic twist, for something that was actually going to topple over. Yeah. And I think what a lot of people, a lot of the criticisms that people give the film, I think are unwarranted only because of the fact that they don't understand 
That's how the original trilogy was. That movie is the embodiment of the original trilogy. And people forget that the original trilogy started to tailor off come Return of the Jedi. Return of the Jedi had its most ridiculous moments. Ewoks. Oh, yeah. Ewoks. We accepted it yeah. because it was the first time we saw it. But in reality, coming back, <laughs> it's not the best of the Star Wars films. No, absolutely. Uh, in my opinion. Yeah. It, it's, it's really not. But it, in, in and of itself as a whole, it bookends it really, really well. This, I think, did the same thing. It's a jumping off point where you didn't have, a, you didn't have characters that were Mary Sue's, which I know everybody hates using that terminology, but, or, or, or a Mark Sue is what I call them too, where a character just ridiculously has these abilities for no reason. And people can say, oh, well, Ray picks up a lightsaber without any training. Yes, but they're alluding that there's something different about her it and was, in a more sinister way in yeah. this film than what ended up coming to fruition. I, I want to touch on a couple of things that you said there. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to start with this. I do want to talk about the, nah, maybe it's absurdity. Maybe absurdity is not the right word. Maybe that's unfair. The, um, I don't know, the, the influence and the, um, yeah, influence is the right word. The influence of the, um, like the canon, canon, canonical, canonical, Canonical. Canonical. Yeah. All the stuff that's not the movies. Right. That universe, the expanded universe. Mm -hmm. I want to touch on that because I hate it. Um, (laughs) But we're going to get to that because I've got a a point to bring up with that. At the end of um, Force Awakens, the fight scene. Yeah. Right? Well, they're in the forest. It's snowing, right? Mm -hmm. Um, I didn't really appreciate it until I watched the second movie. The second of them. Yeah. um, Which was... The first time I saw the second one was today, guys. Just so we know, <laughs> I, I skipped that one. Um, and what I what I noticed today was that, like, yeah, Kylo Ren is probably more interesting than I originally gave him credit for. Mm-hmm. Um, I still don't think he's a great character. Um, I think what's his name, Adam Driver. Adam Driver. Yeah, Adam Driver is really great as his character, making me feel uncomfortable and unsettled with I don't know, like I don't. It, it's not even his confidence. It's just like this. Anyways, um, but that fight scene at the end. Uh, what I love about it is that Kylo Ren fights because he's afraid and he is unsure and he's trying to convince himself otherwise. Yep. Ray knows absolutely what she is about, what she wants to do, but she has no idea why. And so they're like both fighting out of uncertainty against one another for two completely different reasons. I love the parallel between them. And I think that that fight scene does set up the, the interaction that they have and the other two movies. That, that fight, that, yeah, that, that, that fight lightsaber fight is, is probably the, yeah. the best lightsaber fight in a Star Wars franchise, mm, it's it's great. And, and here's here's why though. He, hear me out on this one. But we're going off topic. But just hear me out on this one. You can't talk about a Star Wars movie so, without talking yeah, about the, all Star the, Wars. Yeah, movies. I know. it's but, impossible. But you got to think about it this way. What's so good about that is the raw visceralness between the fight. Yeah, everything has a weight. And people say, "Oh, well, she just picked up a lightsaber and she's fighting." Technically, kind of Kylo is too. And here's the gist. We're talking about one person who's learned from another person at a time where the art is lost. Like the actual way it was in the prequel trilogy where, they, where it was more of a dance and it was more fluid is gone. And the good thing about the original trilogy was the raw visceralness of those lightsaber fights, how they were paced. They were slow. You saw that every move had to be kind of calculated. But when the moves hit, there were raw things. Coolest fucking lightsaber move ever is in Empire Strikes Back when Luke is looking for Darth for mm-hmm. Vader in the chamber and Vader just comes swinging like a madman and he's just popping at him and Luke is just running back 
like just taking these heavy hits. There's nothing graceful about it. And that's what's brilliant about that one is like it took that and said anybody can fight. It's more about what hap- what what you actually do within that fight. So it, with with the uh, criticism that like oh well Ray picks up the lightsaber and she just knows how to do that. Han Solo well, picked up a lightsaber. Oh like, yeah, that's fine too. But like Ray also is uh I don't I, I won't say a trained combatant, but she has uh, some training. She's an experienced combatant. Mm-hmm. She's got her badass staff, you know, yeah. that she knows how to use. So it's not like she's uh, uh, she's like ignorant out of the to yeah. the to martial skill. You know, it's it's a, it's a great lightsaber fight. It's one of the best. I don't I don't agree that it's the best of the entire Star Wars anthology, well, not anthology, Star Wars film series, but it's it's amazing and I love the scene. It's right up there with the Phantom yeah. Menace one, like and one in the Phantom Menace. The du- yeah, the Duel of the Fates. Oh, yeah, that's, the Fates. Right. that's yeah, a good yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. But um, no, I mean, in my opinion, Empire Strikes Back is the best one. Oh best yeah, one. Oh. but um, but I love that scene where because before when um. Spoiler alert, Kylo Ren. <laughs> you, got, you got to say it nowadays. Spoiler. Why? Why do we have to say it nowadays? You got to say like, it. I don't know. All right, fine. It's been when years. Kylo, Kylo yeah. kills Han Solo and Chewbacca shoots him, mm-hmm. you know, with the bow laser, whatever it's called. Bowcaster, yeah. Bow, yeah. And uh, hits him in the side and then like he's, he's still up like, and he's hitting himself, himself yeah, and letting like, the blood come out like... Like, that's fucking badass. That's, like, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's like a visceral, like, yeah. it's just two people yeah. fighting, like, like a street, it's almost like a street fight. Like, him and, him and, him playing with, with Finn is like a, like a street fight where it's just really one-sided. Well, that's how and, uh, Adam Driver did prep for the role by playing Street Fighter. <laughs> <laughs> Sonic Boom. <laughs> so now, this moves into our second yeah. of the trilogy. Yes. Because, all right, Derek thought the movie was very Disney. Me and Ryan both agree that it is the strongest of the franchise. I agree with you there. So now we get into the bane of my existence as a fan. Oh, God. <laughs> but go. possibly at these two jackasses' fucking favorite. You can, or, make, or you, can make, you can make two parts to this podcast just based <laughs> off of what yep. Albert's about to talk about. Yep. <laughs> Which is The Last Jedi. The film... Where a man who claimed he understood Star Wars doesn't fucking understand Star Wars. You're gonna have to walk all right, me all right, through right, that phrase on. again. Right, I don't right, understand before, what you just be, said. Before, <laughs> before we get into that, let's let's give it the brief synopsis. The brief synopsis. So the last we'll, we'll Jedi picks up. You're the, you're the yeah immediately like what a couple of hours after the Force Awakens. Yeah. Oh yeah. I think yeah, it's, I, it's like eight hours after. Um, I don't even think because what, what was it? The the Force Awakens ends with Kyle or with uh Ray. Holding out the lightsaber and mm-hmm. it picks up right there and he's just like fuck like the literally right there. And, yeah, and, so so there's really right, right. It picks up right after Force Awakens. Yep. Uh, there's the movie's literally sp- not sp- well, has two different plot plots right. That's right. Yep. Um, you know you got the one where you have uh, Ray. She finds Luke Skywalker, wants to train with him, wants to bring him into the fold uh, of the Resistance, and him just. Not, not wanting. wanting any part of it, not yep. wanting to train anybody, not wanting to have anything to do with being a Jedi, mm-hmm. uh, joining the resistance, fighting, and whatever, you mm-hmm. know. Uh, then you have on the other end the resistance fighting the First Order, um, and they're attacking, oh, what was it? It was a, a dreadnought, it was just a big ship. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A yeah, big yeah. ship, and it's really about that battle at first, and then all of a sudden they're running from them. They're running, we'll for their lives, running for their lives, essentially, and it's a and slow chase. A slow space. chase. 
it's a slow chase in space, essentially. And, um, it all, con- you know, they all intersect at the end. And, yep. Yeah. That's and, a, that's a, that, that dreadnought scene. I love that because I, Poe is a great character. He um, is. It, but he's very secondary. Um, and he's, he's like, he's definitely the rebel. He's not a Jedi or anything like that. Right. Um, so it's, it's definitely along that plot line. But I love that because, uh, you know, Poe's the maverick, right? Yeah. And so he's got this fucking ridiculous scheme that he wants to, excuse me, that he wants to run. And it doesn't really pay off because everyone's like, no, we got to run. We got to run, you know, because this is a fleet killer ship. Yep. Well, they lost their fleet anyways, but they did destroy the dreadnought. So it's like, it's a hollow victory. And that right there, like that, that first fight, right? That first battle in space, that's Poe as Poe. And then you get to see him over the course of the movie start to reel back. Like, I can't just blow things up. I can't, you know, um, I can't constantly just try to solve things with heroism. Like I have to think rationally. And then we get to see that in the end of the movie. I I do want to say that I love that opening opening scene. I love the opening battle scene. Yeah. Uh, I think, I don't know why I can't explain it. Maybe it is a thing. Maybe it's not about movie sequels that open up like that. I think it's a great thing. The heart opening like that? Yeah, like it just shoves you right into it. Not all the main characters are there. Yeah. But like it's just a direct follow-up. You know, what's going on is a direct... It did exactly what, we're t- what uh, Revenge of the Sith did. It right. threw you right into a battle. Right, it, and directly from what's been going on from the first film into here, you know, without really the main characters, except for like Poe and, 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 and Leia. But. Right. So... Just so we can get through the plot aspect of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So from there, it's a, you have a slow chase, and you have Ray trying to get Luke into the fold. And then you have the subplot of Kylo now on kind of like a revenge kick because he lost so badly to prove himself to Snoke. And then as the movie progresses, the rebels are getting on their last leg. The fleet's about to destroy them. Kylo assists in destroying the fleet and then also assists in capturing Ray. There is a big plot twist, spoiler alert, where Kylo kills Snoke and probably one of the coolest, but then stupidest fucking things ever, ever, ever to exist. I agree. It was, and it was then, a great uh, moment for that character, but what a stupid fucking shit. waste, a man. Waste, like, yeah. waste, super yeah. powerful Sith, or well, is he even a Sith? Is Snoke a Sith? Well, you don't, he, you don't know. He is. You don't know at that is. point, but he, that he, he is. is. He's, he's a bad guy. So, but Super that, badass yeah. dude. And like, doesn't even get a chance to get up from his chair. We've already seen his power demonstrated. He is a badass. He is insanely powerful. And because he thought really hard about not doing this one thing, and instead of doing this other thing, he was able to kill him. It's just such yeah, a it's, letdown, it's, man. It's, it's, it's such a bad thing. Yeah, but, that was like my biggest complaint about that one. And then the fleet corner, then, you know, there is a duality where... Kylo no longer wants to kind of destroy the old ways and 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 Rey is now embracing the Jedi aspect and wanting to hold on to what's good and pure. And then it all culminates in this gigantic battle on the on this salt planet crate. where crate. Yep, crate. yeah, crate. Where the first order's got the remaining few hundred rebels cornered in, in a hangar bay. And as they're about to dis- defeat it, Luke Skywalker comes in. In the laziest way Luke was, Skywalker could. All right. And yeah. and then gives them time to get out. Ray shows that she is really strong with the force. Uh Kylo, they escape from Kylo, and that's pretty much how it ends. It leaves you on a on a like a what's next yeah. kind of thing. Here's the thing with this fucking film. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Here's the fucking thing. 
Yes, I will agree with you. There are cool things in this film. There are. You can't take that away. Like, there are some cool fucking things that happen in this film. My problem with this film is not only does it break the continuity of everything established before it, right? Mm -hmm. It doesn't obey or respect any of the laws of the universe that's already created. It, in turn, is a giant film... And the term comes up all the fucking time, but it's the only fucking term to describe this hunk of shit, in my in opinion. <laughs> I, I can't stand this movie. I okay. really can't. I really, really can't. And the reason being is because subvert expectations is a thing that's thrown around a lot. But this film went out of its way not only to subvert expectations, but follow the theme of one of its characters into the, the advancement of of the universe, which was let the old die and let's start with the new and shoehorn it and just shit on everything that came before it. For instance, the biggest one is Luke Skywalker. Luke Skywalker in and of himself. The, and it's not so much that he's hiding to protect people or because he's given up. If he was hiding because he, he thought it, that he's like, oh, there's always an, a counterbalance to the force. This thing is always going to keep going. I secluded myself in hopes that that counterbalance wouldn't happen. That's an understandable thing from Luke. And he says that at some point, which is like, oh, okay, we're getting to some meat and potatoes. Yeah, yeah. When, when he's with Ray in the well, and he said, you know, my generation of family, you know, tried to fight and let a man named Palpatine take over. Like, okay, that's a good sub, that's a good understanding. But everything that preceded it and everything that comes after it are so out of scope for the character. The fight scene in space, the, the eight-hour chase, where magically all of a sudden now in the entire universe, there's fuel. There's never been fuel in any other movie. Uh, well, all right, all right. I, I'm going I'm to preface my, my retort mm -hmm. by saying this. So I, I like The Last Jedi. I think it's a great movie. Uh, not as much. I didn't like it as much as Force Awakens. Um, there are a lot of things that I like about the movie. I think it, it looks great. Oh, yeah, they all it look great. It looks yeah. great. It looks good. Um, and there are some things that I like what Ryan Johnson did. Um, the, there are also things that I did not like. Um, but the things that I did not like, I don't hate them. I kind of ad admire them. I admire those <sighs> choices. I can't see that. Not that. But I don't necessarily agree with it. I get where you're coming but, from. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I, uh, I, I can't. You can't admire those choices though, because they're so lazy. But but in, but in terms of of Luke Skywalker not being who everyone thought he should have been, where did it say? Where was it? Or where? I mean, in any of the movies, that the Jedi were just superheroes. No, but that's the thing, though. That's where everybody gets it wrong, and I know where you're going with it, and that's where everyone gets it wrong. What makes Luke Skywalker different from all the other Jedi before him is he understood why they fell in the first place. But why did we like? Why did we follow Luke Skywalker in the first place in the original trilogy? So because he was the hero. He was the hero, yeah. but he wasn't infallible. He wasn't. Mm -hmm. I mean, he makes mistakes, well, and, and he, he had that mistake in Empire Strikes Back, and he had that same exact mistake but, in Return of the but Jedi. But think how I mean. But think about it. Let let let, let let's let's give this to you. Right, if they made if they remade the Last Jedi, where the Last Jedi was Luke Skywalker wasn't like that as we saw, he was 
the the superhero. I'm here to save the fucking day. How boring would that have been? But that's not what people are upset about. Yeah, I, I think. All right, I get where you're coming from, but I think the problem with the Luke Skywalker showing up to save the day thing is that he's a hologram, um, and it was unnecessary because it's, yeah, it's, he, like, it's, he might it's against well the char- it's against yeah. the character himself. Like right? I didn't now. No, I didn't agree with that. Right. Yeah, and yeah. and that, but that's the thing though. The, the whole his whole setup for being where he is and why he did it is completely out. Or, It'd be different if, let's say, the original trilogy with Luke Skywalker was over the course of, let's say, five years, right? It's over the course of five years. Okay, five years isn't a whole lot for this person to find out who they are. And 30 years later, you can see some changes. You can understand that. Yeah, but you but, know what was crazy is that the guy they got to play, Luke Skywalker, still looks a lot like Mark Hamill. <laughs> <laughs> but here's 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 where this here's where this film here's to me where this film becomes a I kind of feel like Ryan Johnson's a, a narcissistic schmuck <laughs> that's just so into himself and what he wanted to do. It's almost it's almost like a Star Wars movie that was made by a Star Wars fan that didn't like the way Star Wars played out with certain characters because they were never they can never relate to any of those characters so they shoehorned themselves into the film versus taking the material and what was there and staying true to th- who these people are like J.J. Abrams with Han Solo it is perfectly reasonable that Han Solo would leave Leia again. Mm-hmm. As much as they loved each other, and as much as you thought, oh, they were going to be a family in the future, that's it's perfectly like within that character, his characteristic, for him to be that way. Which is what people wanted uh, in terms of Han Solo and Leia being right. like a family because that's what the books right. had said, and they wanted the, their sequels, okay. but that's sequels what J- to be just like the book. But that's, that's the difference that's between twice them. now. That's twice <laughs> now that we've brought this up, and I'm going to point this out. It annoys maybe, me too. Annoys maybe too. maybe yeah. I'm wrong in this because, yeah. like, okay, I'm, I'll 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 make it known. I like the Star Wars franchise. It's fun to watch. I don't read too much into it. I, I'm definitely not an Uber fan. Um, I think they're fun movies. Um, I had to look up today who Snoke was because I never really felt like we were given a great motivation. We and so it's kind of like, so wait, so Snoke in the first movie, because he's a shadowy figure, it made sense to me because it's like, oh, okay, there's this, this puppet master back there, right? right? That's cool. And then in the second film, oh, we're going to meet Snoke. Uh, we're going to find out about Snoke. And then... You just see him, and you're, there's no explanation. So I was like, all right, I know there's an expanded universe. I know there's this whole thing going on. I went to look it up, and I was a little bit lazy. I clicked on the first link, and I didn't go any farther research. But my point is is that we're reviewing this, these movies, right? Mm-hmm. We're not reviewing the expanded universe. So I will say that this uh, sequel trilogy failed in developing their villains. Uh, absolutely. Developing oh, Snoke. Sure. Oh, like, absolutely. Because you can't find, there's nothing in Snoke about, in, in the movies about and, Snoke. And there's very little from the one link I clicked exactly. on. Exactly. And, and here's, here's the thing with this you film know? though, like, and I have so much with this film, but, so like you said, and like you said, like, they didn't do anything to set up their villains, right? And like you just brought up. Except they, for, like, no, but Kylo was set up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The expanded universe you can see where J.J. Abram pulled some things from it and said, okay, I'm not doing Han Solo and Leia having a fucking family. That's mm-hmm. ridiculous. But I am going to stay true to the character. What would the character do? Because yes, he was changed by that lifelong event, but he was already who he was when, this movie, when those movies started. Yeah, yeah. So it's his decision on what Han and Luke and Han and Chewie were doing 
was within the character's own characteristics, like their own development, like where they were at the time that they left. It was perfectly reasonable that this was where he would be. It was perfectly reasonable that Leia would still be a, a rebellious g- general. Perfectly reasonable. Even if she wasn't, if she was just a retired like figurehead, yeah, like it would have been understandable. Yes, Luke Skywalker being a recluse is not the issue. The issue is, is why Luke Skywalker is a recluse and what Luke Skywalker does when he finds out that the people he loves are in danger. Because the Luke Skywalker isn't like 25 when Return of the Jedi ends. He's 30. They've been doing this for a decade. That whole, the original film trilogy is a decade. He is developed in the way he is at this point. So he can have a lot of tragedies and he can make decisions, but his decisions are always for the betterment of his family. Now, somebody can argue that that's what he did, right? But he didn't. What he did was he shut himself out for his own personal gain. And then when confronted with with people needing help, he refuses it, which, okay, I can buy that. He refuses it because if he gets involved, then it's a chance that the dark side is already going to come back. The dark side's already back. So there's no point in that argument. And then on top of that, for him to take something like that, like that, that lightsaber scene literally sealed the deal because it was for a laugh. When him chucking it, regardless of what he's gone through, Luke Skywalker himself would have looked at that lightsaber and had a hard emotional challenge with it because that's something that he fought with for a decade. Okay, so yes. And his reaction to that hard emotional challenge was to chuck it because of his experiences. I think that the Luke Skywalker thing, and I I agree with you, like maybe Mm -hmm. there's like, well, I think that there's a conversation that needs to be had is my point. And I I can see where you're coming from on this. Um, I think as far as the Luke Skywalker character goes in the, these first two movies or really the second movie. um, So yeah, he's, he's isolated himself, you know, um, and he's, he's a curmudgeon. He's the Grinch who stole the force basically. Um, And, but he admits it. It's his his own hubris. Right. Like he he did learn. He he realized in the originals that the Force, you know, the Jedi, the Sith, uh, these things, um, you know, is there a balance to them? I don't really know. Um, but like, it's important and it needs to be studied. And like, he he had some wisdom from it. But he admits that he let his own like I don't know uh, ignorance get ahead of his wisdom. And he's like, oh, yeah, I'll, t- I'll train Ben, you know, and then why the hell not? I'll just open a temple. I'll start training Jedi again, you know. Um, and then he realized, like, oh, shit, you know what, man? Like, I am not the Jedi Master that I thought I was. Well, I, that's my opinion. And that's why, like, he went into that, that isolation because, like, he's ashamed. He's, he feels guilty. And, and he I can doesn't buy that. know how to deal with it. And I could buy that if it wasn't for what brought, made him ashamed in the first place. Well, he should really be shamed about his you, milking that creature on the yeah. Oh, that was weird. Yeah. I thought about yeah. that today, though, but that whole scene, like, all right, that was weird. Listen, that one part. Yeah. But the rest of that montage, I get it. It's just to show, like, you know, well, I'm Luke Skywalker. I'm not doing shit these days. Look, he's milking let, some... Let, let's just... Yeah. Some, t- yeah, like, <laughs> some fucking green He has, like, a 25-foot-long <laughs> fishing pole Jesus. that he uses to spearfish. It was really unnecessary and, at first. And, and 
apparently pole vault because yeah. he's yeah. in the Olympics. Just, yeah. Why did he pole vault? He like went from one side of the cliff he to the other. Walked. He could have just stood on the one side of the cliff and spearfished. He didn't need to go to the other side. No, he didn't. It's the same. The fish is still in the middle of the fucking water. Yeah. But like, I get the whole point of the montage because it's like they're trying cool, to show yeah. like, yeah, Luke Skywalker. It, oh, Luke Skywalker going back to his farming mundane. roots, which is ridiculous because well, Luke Skywalker go that far. That's a stretch. In itself, that's kind of what they were getting at. A little bit, but it's unnecessary to even go there. I mean, he was but, just like. It's to prove that Luke Skywalker is keeping himself alive just barely because that's he's just a dickhead. Here's, here's the thing, though, and then you have his whole reason for being for for doing what he did in the first place was because of what happened with Ben and that he failed. And here's where it really gets twisted. You can say Luke Skywalker's traumatized from the events of Return of the Jedi all these years later. And him seeing Ben made him seeing the images in Ben's head because Snoke had his was was reaching into his mind to try to twist him as a a PSTD moment, right? PTSD. 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 <laughs> what did he PTSD. say? PSTD. PSTD. Yeah, PSTD. Dyslexia, folks. <laughs> so you, but you could say that. But by God, is it fucking stupid? And here's why. <laughs> and like, here's stupid. why. Right. Here's why. The guy's father was the most evil mofo on the fucking galaxy. And he couldn't kill him and tried to see the good and worked so hard to turn him. So you mean to tell me his nephew, who is still good at this point, still good. He's gonna have a momentary lapse of judgment yes. and try to kill him. Yes, yeah. And I'll no, tell, I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Look at Return of the Jedi. So in Return of the Jedi, Luke lets himself get captured by Vader because he he sees the good in his father, and wants to turn him. They have a lightsaber duel. He refuses to fight him, but Vader keeps baiting him. Vader makes him mad. Luke has a lapse in judgment and beats Vader. Like he tried to kill. He he, he, he could have killed him. Right, he's wailing on him, chopped his fucking hand off, and then realized what he did and said, "Shit, all right, this is not where I'm going. The, you know, my my plight is still. This is my father. I'm trying to change him." So, it's basically the same thing. It's not though. Yes, it is. The scenario it is, is, it is different. Is, it is. No, no, because well, he, right, he, 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 he saw he saw him. He saw his mind. He saw where he was going. Remember, this was supposed to be done. The dark side was supposed to be gone. Luke brought balance to the force, or Anakin, however you say, however you feel, you know, however it worked. It was over. He he recognized something in his, in his nephew that was a little fishy with his attitude while he was sleeping, saw what he would become. Going through what he went through, in his mind, he had to stop it. And he had, and he even admitted, he, he had that, that Moment lapse in doubt. judgment, yeah. and he immediately felt shame. Immediately, yeah. But and then was like shit. And then of course Ben saw him, and that's what fucked it up. But then so essentially, what you're saying is though is that that character. Okay, so first off, we're gonna deep. I'm gonna shut that one down real quick. Because oh, watch oh, it. Because no, no. Because check this shots out. Shots fired. Empire Strikes Back. Luke has a vision of himself as Darth Vader. So hmm. having a vision and seeing something in someone's mind is not something new to Luke at all. And knowing that those visions don't dictate who you become is not something new to Luke. Number two, the circumstance in which Luke snapped in Return of the Jedi is completely different than his nephew sleeping 
and him just walking up peacefully and number one deciding to fucking peeping Tom his mind. But but it's because <laughs> you're looking at it like that that you you, you don't see but it. But that's the way it. it that, but that's it's, the but thing. That's not the way. That's it the is. way the two it's it not. circumstances uh, you, happen. I don't know, man. I, th- I think I agree with Ryan on this one, just uh, because no. I think that. And maybe I'm getting a little too meta with this. I'm taking mm-hmm. it too far out of context. But like, I think the the Luke Skywalker character, that's that's his 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 the weight that he bears is that he still, after all these years, has a little bit of fear of the dark side, and that could and be about his transition towards it and, and his encouragement of the dark side. So, like, to to train Ben. Oh my God, Ben's a part of the dark side. What do I do? Oh my God, my father's the dark side, and I feel that affecting me. Oh yes. my God, like I, I but see he myself has experience but in, with what. But also, and he hasn't learned. He's there, a PTSD guy, right? But there's also know? the fact that Luke Skywalker, and it's a thing that it's something that people don't talk about, is not a normal Jedi. He's not. No, he's not. No. He was not. When, normal Jedi were trained from from birth. Or at, or at least children, right? right? When they were children, and they I know, know when I was born, they asked me if I want to. Yeah, 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 yeah. No one asked me. I was bummed about it. Well, you're gonna get your Harry Potter letter. It's fine. My Harry Potter letter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Fuck yeah, Harry Potter. <laughs> Anyways, so he's not normal Jedi. He right. he came into it late. He that's true. It's only you know, it, and the fact that people want to say that Luke Skywalker should be this. Well, where does it say he should be that? It's not that he... It doesn't say it anywhere. But that's the thing, though. It's not that people are saying he should be this. It's everything that the character's development lean towards. All the character's actions, everything. And you say that the Darth Vader thing and him reading Ben's mind are not different scenarios. Like, but they are. Because you got to think about what Vader did to egg him on. And why Luke retaliated versus why Luke did what he did with his nephew. But it still created a, create a lapse in judgment. It, it did create a lot of judgment, but you have to think about it. Number one, he's in an immense pressure fight. Number two... Say that number one again, please. I did not understand. Im- he's in an immense pressure fight. In an immense, immense pressured pressure fight. fight. Pressured fight. He's in a fight right now at, at the time of... Okay, okay, I'm with you. Where I'm he sorry, snaps. I'm sorry. Yeah. And he doesn't even really snap. The reason why he snaps is to protect a loved one. That's the difference. Luke doesn't love his father. He just believes that there's good in him. But he's fully prepared to end his life if need be. But he's going to go out of his way to show that there is still good in Anakin Skywalker. Because Anakin Skywalker started good and was deceived by the dark side and turned. Only after he chopped his hand off, though. Right. But he didn't know he was his father until then. No, no, no. No, I'm, I'm talking about Return of Jedi. Right. When Luke Skywalker was going ballistic right. on him and almost fucking killed him, would have killed him, Unless he stopped him, until he stopped himself. Until he stopped himself. Shit. But what I'm saying is the circumstance of what he did was not to, like, wasn't a, oh my God, like Ben. Ben's having dark side images, but he's not doing anything. Vader threatened Leia, and Luke was already in a mode of this man's been in the dark side already. He is the dark side at this point in time. He's not fighting his nephew who's good at this point in time. And just having... See, that's what I'm saying. Like, But did, but did they say he was good then? Because He because, was. No, he was training. They, no, but they would say he, his mind was already starting to get spoiled by Snoke. Right. At but, that point. But at that point, he's spoiled by Snoke, but he hadn't turned. 
Vader was already turned. Luke was just trying to get him to flip because he felt that there was still good in him. But when Vader threatened Leia, Luke had to make a decision. Protect the people I love that are good. He didn't make a decision, help. though. He, he did. Flipped, he he, he got flipped. mad. Right. Vader went into his, got into his head and flipped the switch and he got mad. But that's why he got mad. That's Which what is I'm exactly to say. why he almost killed Ben Solo because he saw it and it got into his head. Vader got into his head again in a way, flipped the switch, ignited the lightsaber, and then realized didn't take it as far as he went with Vader because he had learned shit. This is wrong. This is a boy. This is my my family. It it, it can change, but then it wouldn't have gotten. Ben to that saw point, him though. and it didn't get to that point because it was our, it was ruined. It would have never gotten the way the character is because he even establishes these characteristics later on. Throughout the film, which is why it's such a juxtaposition and it's bad. It's just bad. It'd be different if you said, I looked into his mind and then for a moment, Snoke peered into mine and I lost clarity. That's different. What it's establishing is that he himself said, I cannot allow another Darth Vader to appear. When he himself may brought Anakin Skywalker out of the dark side knowing full well he could do it. And this person hasn't fallen yet. Yeah, that's a good point, man. They haven't fallen that's yet. That's a good point, yeah. They that's haven't. That's a good point, but... Did, so he wouldn't but, but, light a lightsaber to go to kill him. Mm-hmm. He, would, he would just step back and, and confront him. Bro, your say, eyes are going so fucking because it's, wide it's right now. It's so yeah. fucking frustrating. <laughs> he, I've had this. He's so passionate Dude, about yeah. how much he hates this it, movie. Because here's the, that's the thing. Because everybody I know brings up that same exact thing. And I keep saying, yeah, but you're... It's like the rest of it doesn't exist. It's just Luke seeing that and not wanting it. Yes, is understandable. But Luke seeing that, not wanting it, lighting a lightsaber, getting ready to kill an innocent boy who hasn't fallen yet is completely wrong. Him confronting him and keeping him still and having the, the confrontation and the confrontation escalating is right. But Luke Skywalker in... No, and everything that is told about him and everything that is established would not take an innocent life regardless of what happens. But who's to say that they haven't had those conversations already? All right. I, I because true. they had said they had said that he had seen a lot of a lot of hatred in him. He had seen it already. You don't think he you think he just let that go like for a while? Like, oh, no. okay, no, no. They've had those discussions already. And then that's why he went into into the into his hut, whatever you want to call it room to talk to him he was sleeping saw it had a lapse in judgment because luke skywalker is not perfect he's not and i i, I can't i can't stand how a lot of, of the fandom just wants to believe that he is and he's not it's it's well, not that about him being perfect it's it's more about him it's more about what we know of luke skywalker and where a human being like that would develop to naturally he hasn't seen anything in 30 years except for that. So, all right. That's the thing. That's the only instance. <laughs> we're we're going to go yeah. back and forth about this forever. Yeah. Yeah, we'll I want to bring up two things specifically yeah. about, what was that? So we'll have to move on to the next yeah. one, but go ahead. Yeah. I want to bring up two things, uh, two, two, one question, one opinion regarding the Luke Skywalker, mm-hmm. Kylo Ren interactions on that specific part of the story. All right, I think where they failed with the Luke Skywalker character in the second movie is Luke Skywalker tells Rey, oh yeah, Ben tried to crush me with his house. And then Kylo tells, or yeah, Ben Kylo tells Rey, hey, I did that because he was trying to kill me. 
And when she confronts him about that, he's like, oh, yeah, no, it looks like I was trying to kill him. But <laughs> yeah. really, I feel like Luke Skywalker would have been like, that. he would have said it right up front. Exactly. Yeah, that part I agree. Like, that's I agree the that fucked part. up part. That's not Luke Skywalker. Luke Skywalker would have told Rey the story straight up front. Exactly. And then she would have heard it from Kylo. And she'd be like, no, you don't understand. Like, yeah, that's what it looked like. But like, it's a little more complicated the- than that. Wouldn't have changed anything. But the other question I have on this, because they talk about how Ben, uh, damn, I keep hitting the mic. How uh, Ben um, took some of the, uh, what do you call them, students? Do you call them disciples? Mm-hmm. The students. students. Yeah, yeah, the students of, of Luke with him and then killed the others. So are those students, is the implication there that those students became the Knights of Ren? Yes. Yes. That is the implication. That's the implication. Okay. Which is... Just to clarify. That's, which is, I think that's kind of cool. Which is, another, which is another Ryan Johnson fucking gem. That he because, did, yeah. Because no, J.J. Like Abrams yeah. alluded that, the knight, that Kylo and the Knights of Ren attacked Luke's temple and destroyed it. Yeah. And then they did the opposite. You, Kylo broke it down and then escaped and that was it with those people. Like, it was, it was kind of stupid. Kind of stupid. And then, just to end it on this one note, let's just say we can look past all the other things. He tried to, he tried to, he had a momentary lapse of judgment and all yeah. that shit. When his friends were in trouble, he would have went there directly. And everybody says, oh, but the X-Wing was underwater and broken. Number one, it can survive in space, so it's air-fucking tight. So it doesn't matter if it's underwater. Number two... They already proved that it was all fully functional in the next film. So he would have gotten in his X-Wing and gotten there. But you're, but you're talking about two different Luke Skywalkers. You're talking about Luke, a 20-year-old Luke Skywalker, which all 20-year-olds are fucking gung-ho about everything, mm-hmm. versus a 50 to 60-year-old man just kind of like, you know, not like, ah, uh, fuck it. Who is, according to Ryan Johnson and the way they canonize it and the ability that they used as the excuse, keep in mind, Luke Skywalker is, regardless of his training, the most powerful force user to exist, with the exception of Yoda. To everyone else, but Luke Skywalker doesn't believe it. Right, but but then he believes it when right, Yoda tells right, him, right. and then he—that's what I'm but, saying. But but he has the but, flip. But to cap off my whole view of Luke Skywalker, what I don't agree with, and then we'll move on to mm. the next movie because we've we've taken a long time. Yeah, well, right. uh, right. One of the yeah. just to point out, one of the things that we should be talking about in this franchise is the character Ray, and we've spent a lot of time. Yeah. Which we will, we'll, we'll, we'll get to that. We're going to get to that. Um, you know, the, that character and Finn, and yeah, because anyways, but what I think they fuck where they fucked up Luke Skywalker. Is I was cool. I was cool with how everything went down last Jedi with him, even the Force Ghost thing. It, until, until they decided to kill him off. Yep. Until he died, because I could have bought that he, you know, he he's still wrestling with with you know himself and his his uh, self esteem. That you know, okay, I still want to help my friend. I still don't want to help my sister. I want to help the resistance. Without me being there, I can just fucking do the ultimate thing and force ghost myself there to buy them time. Right. And then save his big heroic moment in person for the next movie. Right. I could have, I would have been. Would have bought that. And I think a lot could've of people, a lot I think of a lot of bought that. I would have been okay yeah. with it mm. if that was the case. I agree. With and you. then save it like, all right, he did get, all right, in the third movie, he finally comes to terms with himself and realizes that he is the only one that can stop Kylo or the First Order or whoever it's right. going to be. But then they decide. Then Ryan Johnson decided to. No, he's just gonna die and become one with the Force. Like, 
That was a what? lazy was thing. Like, it was lazy. Yeah. It was just like because it was to remove the characters and and shoehorn the new ones. Is no, no, right? I, no. I, I yeah. think that killing yeah. Luke Skywalker in that scene, like you know, on the the salt beach with whatever the hell you want to call it with Kylo, that was a good move. I think like that was that was nice. What bothered me about it is that that's not what we got. Instead, what we got was this unnecessary Luke Skywalker death. If he was gonna die, regardless. You should just put went him there. on the beach and like, yeah. get him lightsaber to the fucking chest. Let's man. see what give him the the myth the, is the Ben Kenobi treatment. You know, yep. Obi Wan Kenobi, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah, Ben, ben Kenobi, Obi Wan Kenobi. I feel I don't know. I feel like I'm trying to say something from Ninja Gaiden. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, but like the fact that like I'm gonna force ghost over there. Did you think you were gonna survive? Was that your plan? Were like were you gonna go for more, or were you just like, no, this is my last stand? Well, and yeah, maybe the X-Wing, I don't know. I mean, Albert, you brought up a good point with that. You know, that shit's true too. You know, I mean, like he already lifted the X-Wing out of the water on Dagobah. Yeah. You know, so, who? well, it was a lot shallower too. But anyways, um, yeah, I just thought I was lazy. It's just like, just either... Just get him there. Either yeah. let him survive to the next movie or put him actually on that fight. Exactly. Yeah. But put him there, display what he is. Because yeah, there was just a sequel and keep, unnecessary. I keep think. in mind they they played it up that he was the Jedi. Like, but I will say that with that Force Ghost or Force representation that he did, I I knew something was up because they showed the Luke Blue, Skywalker yeah. whenever he was about to attack Ben. Yeah, and not the Luke Skywalker that he was. That he then. was. Like, at he, that gave, point. he gave the persona up. Like, and also he was wearing like, his uh, his his black. Uh, black suit too. You know. Yeah. And. He had he, his and when he paper. when he moved his foot, there was no salt track. Yep. Oh, I didn't catch that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's that's good. That's good. I didn't catch that. And then he did that matrix flip, the worst fucking lightsaber <laughs> fight ever. All right, I don't want to get into that because right, right, right. the, so the then, fucking whole the whole <laughs> sequel trilogy is full of dumb shit yeah. like yeah. that, and so, I just hand wave it. So now you this know? leads into let's move on the 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 rise of Skywalker, which takes place. Two three years maybe, or is it a year? It's like a year or two. They don't say really the time frame, but it takes place quite a bit after and they do a lot of opening montage to fill you in on what's happened in between because like I said earlier I had called it in The Force Awakens I strongly believe J.J. Abrams original plan for the trilogy which was what Colin Trevorrow and Kasdan were all going to do and were all on board was they were going to do a flip Ben becomes the good Ray becomes the bad, and we'd have the first on-film female villain, and it would have been probably the greatest twist ever. But you could tell that that's what they were going with, and they shoehorned it in where they had to do a lot of repair. It seems like, I like this movie, but it feels like they did a lot of repair because of how off-script The Last Jedi went. Regardless of how you feel about it, it did go way off from where the original one was trying to set things up to into its own little tangent and kind of screwed up a lot of points that would progress the series further with Snoke, things like that. And so, anyway, it takes place a couple of years after. If you don't know by now, Kylo's looking for these holocrons to find the uh, Sith base. Um, and he finds them, and he finds out that it's Palpatine. He wasn't really dead because they did a little bit... Of Darth Plagueis the Wise He's the puppet thing. master. I'm going to whisper He's this because I'm so upset. <laughs> <laughs> He's just, behind the strings. That's the, that's That whole thing with Palpatine being the real villain and mm-hmm. all of this, that is the new RoboCop. Oh, it's really your boss that's the bad guy. <laughs> that's that kind of twist. It's yeah, not a twist. Exactly. That's a punch. 
right. and they say that Snoke was a, a clone of Palpatine, some form of a form of a clone. Oh, is that the story? Like, yeah. like they didn't pump, tell like, us that. Yeah, you yeah. Just no, see, they like, did. They did. You see yeah, clone parts yeah. of him in like yeah. jars and stuff. In, in a way, it okay. wasn't like yeah, but you you put the two and two together. together. Oh, I did oh, not. Um, <laughs> <he's> a puppet. <laughs> it was actually I did not catch that. Snoke wasn't Snoke. Snoke was just a vessel that Palpatine could use. Yeah. To create the first order. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Snoke. S n o k e. Right. Hold on. S n o k e. If you wait, S n o k e. Let's flip that around. What do we have? E k o n s. Right. What does that spell? Econs. Right. Now, take the n, flip it around itself. Almost looks like a W. What does that spell? E cows. Now, flip the W in the K. What do you have? Ewoks. <laughs> <laughs> That's the fucking villain. Jesus Christ! It, it almost looks like an it almost looks like a W. You said. When you when you take an N and Flip you put it over another N, it becomes a U. Maybe a W somewhere in there. You but, know? Uh, but um, so, <laughs> yeah, and essentially, what happens is is it becomes this entire thing where the first order and the rebels are coming to this gigantic battle at the end of the pl- at, at, on Palpatine's base, and Ray flips Ben because Ben has a moment. She finds out she can heal people and bring them back to life, even though they're dying. Stupidest thing ever. And then, uh, yeah, so Ben turns good. Him and Ray go to challenge Palpatine. Palpatine wipes the floor with Ben, and then. Uh, Ray single-handedly Mary Sue's her way through and destroys Palpatine, and with the assistance of the Force ghosts of hundreds of Jedi that she's never met, uh, which is implied. And then, uh, yeah, Ben kisses her in a Bella Jacob moment, and uh, yeah. movie goes, and she uh, buries the old. She buries Luke and Leia's lightsabers because you find out Luke tried to train Leia, which was a nice little nod to the expanded universe. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. She kills Palpatine. She takes the name Skywalker, and that's the rise of Skywalker. That's the rise of Skywalker. Which is which is really like so kind fucking of the stupid. settling of Skywalker because I think that was the whole point that Luke mm-hmm. was trying to impress was that hey, being a legend is not that mm-hmm. great. Like just humble, simple yep. things. So, but maybe I've been thinking about Lord of the Rings too much. So uh, this is this this one is my least favorite out of the three, and even though I like it, I think it's a good movie. I like I like all the movies. Uh, but this one is my least favorite because it just felt way too forced. I mean, wh- well, yeah, they're using the force, right? Yeah. Right. <laughs> but like, you know, it was way too much of it. <laughs> no, no, no. Like the plot, because yo, check I, your midi chlorides, bro. Because, because <laughs> I, I, I know, I, and you had you've said it, and a lot of people have said that J.J. Abrams had this original idea. I don't think J.J. Abrams had an original. I don't think it had an idea at all. I think he was hired for one film. No, he he said he did. He, he did said, say he that. He said he's did okay, now. Yeah, he didn't say it at the time no. because there was still such a, so much fallout from the Last Jedi that they were just keeping everything on the ramps. But he said they had an original treatment. Mark Hamill has come out and said, "Yeah, we had two original scripts and they were gone after Ryan Johnson." Okay, so, but anyways, so first film had J.J. Abrams at the helm. He did not come back for the second one. Ryan Johnson took over, and we had Less Jedi, which we mm-hmm. just talked about for a while, and. Even though the movie was su- successful, critically and commercially, the fans, a lot of the fans were unhappy. So I think Disney, Kathleen Kennedy, all those people decided, listen, let's try to right the ship here somewhat and bring back J.J. and just kind of give the fans what they wanted, which I think was the mistake. 
Well, that's generally the mistake. Yeah, because, I mean, what would have been a way more interesting film is, all right, Last Jedi happened. You can't take it back. It's already broken. Don't try mending it back together. Create something new out of those fucking ashes, bro. Do something different. But they didn't. They tried to put it, you know, what what he built and J.J. Abrams took down, he tried to put it back together again. And that's kind of the movie we got. I, I, I agree with you, actually, on this one. The difference to me. All right. So first off, it is the second most like f- out of this trilogy to feel like a Star Wars movie. It it, it doesn't. It's, it has nothing like the the, the Force Awakens where it mm. felt like a Star Wars movie. But this one picked up pieces. I gave it some slack because I understood where JJ was originally going. Prime example: Ray beating Kylo in the first one, and when she beats him down, and she looks angry and full of hate, and the music changes, and you can tell that that's the tone. You could tell he was going for a she's related to a Palpatine. I called that from the fucking first one when we all way back. I said, she's a Palpatine. This is going to be the greatest flip ever. And they didn't do it. And what I think he should have done, although he did really good with what he had left and he kind of, you know, they had such a short time to do it and he made a good film. Ending was, I wouldn't have gone the Palpatine route, like you said, because of the fact that what the last Jedi did, I think what they should have done was he should have he should have stuck to his original plan, which is what you could tell they were doing, because there's so much of it in that last scene where Palpatine is telling her that I will, you know, inhabit you and you will become the leader of the Sith. I strongly feel he should have just ran with it and made her the bad guy. Mm. And then had another three films of Ben Good, her bad, and you have it flipped, and it is the rise of Skywalker, Ben Solo, a Skywalker coming up. And then you have that juxtaposition of someone who he knows is inherently good. What is he going to do? Is he going to follow in his family's footsteps or is he going to end it? God damn, that's a good idea. And, 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 <laughs> but, and, and that's the sad thing about this yeah. film. When I watch this film, like, yes, it has a lot of faults, but it has a lot of faults by no fault of J.J. Abrams. He just didn't know where to fucking go with it. And I don't blame no, him. I don't blame J.J. Abrams blame for, for anything. But you could tell in everything that he explains that he does. But in terms of the Star Wars, yeah, I don't blame him. J.J. No, like, Abrams' life and Ryan's like completely innocent. <laughs> yeah, no, completely innocent. No, never like, did anything wrong. I think, I think he I was just he do, not, doing the job that, was, he, he had to do, that he was yeah. handed. Like, yep, exactly. J, Kathleen Kennedy, J.J., we kind of we went a little too far with the last movie. You need to fix this. Yep. Okay, sure, I'll fix it. But you need to do it this way. Yeah. And he's like, fuck. Okay, you know. And that's, the, and that's the sad thing about it because you can tell so much in the writing that he did in this film where he was alluding to. It's kind of like J.B.A. Abrams going, fuck you to Kathleen Kennedy mm-hmm. because that's why she's not involved in anything anymore. And that's why, thank God for John Favreau because John Favreau understands the John universe. <laughs> it's the truth, though. Yeah. And, he, and he's proven that you can have original characters in this universe and it work if you stick to the understanding of the universe. And that's the main thing that everybody forgets. If you look at the film Solo, yes, they're good. Look at The Last Jedi by itself without any other context. Good film. Never taking that away from it. But in context of what you're doing, you can't do that with a Star Wars film. It's shit. This is unfortunately a little less shit, but it's more of a, I like it more because if it's a, it's a fuck you 
J.J. Abrams saying, I'm going to just tell everybody what my original plan was and shoving it all in here and then never getting to it because you guys left me no choice on but, where to go. But that creates a lesser movie. It does. Yeah, I mean, but we're comparing, we're comparing it to The Last Jedi. Yeah. You know? I mean, yeah. Yeah, but that's the thing, though. He had, he's, they're only doing those three. There's no more trilogies. All right, give it five years. And, <laughs> well, maybe, maybe. Yeah, but they, they made it at this point in time, at the time of the film, they made it very clear nine is the last of this whole of the Skywalker, so- of the Skywalker saga. saga. Yeah. And so, in essence, where was he going to go? He couldn't do... Let's say he did what, what we original like what he originally alluded to. She would have been a bad guy. Right? Ben would have been gone back to the light. It would have been a flip. But Ben knows it's not of her own will. It would have got three more movies, and yeah, but he, it doesn't have that. He's got this last movie to bring it all in. How are you gonna bring on a film that started one way, and then another film that completely threw everything the first film did, and laid a whole new groundwork, changed the laws of the of the universe, and now you got to go back. And try to bring it back to the laws of the universe. That's a hard. That's a tall glass of water. No, <laughs> it, it is, and it's yeah. it, it, it's a lot to deal with, and it's a really shitty situation. But at the, at the end of the day, it still created a a, a lesser film. I mean, it, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. You can't. We can't I change it. We're I not, think it's we better. don't fucking run yeah. Hollywood. We don't do that. Yeah. You know, we. I mean, if we did, it could have. It may. It might have been better. It sounds like it. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm just like I, I. Like I agree. Like you know, in theory, like maybe we could have done it better. Problem is, I don't. I don't know that the three of us could ever actually sit down. Yeah. Do it. Yeah. 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 But um, that's how I feel. If I'm comparing, if I'm comparing Rise of Skywalker with Last Jedi. I'm not comparing with Force Awakens because I right. think Force Awakens is is just b- above the f- uh, those other two films. It's just better. Um, but comparing those two films, Last Jedi had at least an, or- an original trajectory where, yeah, maybe it kind of fucked up where the Force Awakens went, but kind of what I'm saying is that, you know, you're going this way. You know, Force Awakens is going straight. Last Jedi was like, yeah, I'm going right. What should have happened was all right take it yeah. this way instead of no try and go back that way yeah or wherever but here's know? the thing though like taking it the other way in retrospect though he he couldn't even because it, you you wouldn't have had enough film to bring it to keep going because I, I, the villain the main villains destroyed as of the last jedi like snoke is gone and you kind of knew the way JJ set it up, Snoke wasn't a clone puppet. Snoke was something was, different. Was yeah. something different. And there was a lot of rumor, and he kind of like winked at it. Darth Plagueis with the way he's caught up and the scars. Mm. That was Palpatine's mentor. Nobody they say Palpatine killed him, but the guy was known to bringing himself back to life. Could have been hiding in the shadows, and this is where he is now. Like, Isn't there a whole thing about uh, Jar Jar Binks actually being Darth Plagueis? <laughs> it was, yeah, it was, or like a Sith Lord in general. It's a Jar Jar Binks. It's a Darth Bar. Yeah, no. Okay. So, but um, yeah, it's it's one of those things where it's like he couldn't even go keep going with it because there was no villain anymore. He had no choice but to U-turn it around. I think. I think. Just keep Ben the bad guy, then you got another Return of the Jedi. But and I, that's what they I, got I still don't understand why they got rid of Colin Trevorrow. Because, I mean, his his original script idea for the third film 
is out there now and you can read it. Yeah. And to me, it would have been a far better film. Yeah, but it was based off of what would have happened on the second film. Correct. And that's the problem. Well, no, but that's the problem that Disney saw and said, we can't do this. We need to go back and start pleasing fans again. Right. But then we got a lesser film. Yeah. <laughs> I keep saying it because it is. Yeah, like, and, and, I agree it, and it's really unfortunate. And it's a good film. It's I'm, a really I'm not good saying film, it's a yeah. shitty film. I don't think any of these films are shitty. I think Rise of Skywalker is a good movie. Just it, It's just not as good as the other two. And for that reason, because it feels like it was put together for, you know, it was just put together. That's what it was. That's all, you know, like it was just, you know, I think force Force awakens. Whole point was we're bringing the star Wars back. We haven't seen, we haven't really seen star Wars for 30 years. We're bringing it back. Awesome. Last Jedi for all its faults. faults. The whole point of it, well, Ryan Johnson's point was to, subvert expectation and do something different and lead the franchise into a different direction. Rise of Skywalker was just all about, oh, we got to fucking fix it. Yeah, but but you see, that's the thing, though. You see, to me, there's too many faults in The Last Jedi to say that it's a better film than Rise of Skywalker. Whereas, yes, Rise of Skywalker had made a U-turn and fixed things. As a film, it was still good up until that ending. Up until that very, very... I'm talking about that last, like, 30 seconds... Like of that film, mm. but it was still a good film. It stayed true to the character's development. Poe, Finn, all the things. It stayed true to well, those things. Well, Finn, they they kind of just they kind of forgot about. They, they had, yeah. but they had to <laughs> get great treatment. Yeah, but but, yeah. but they kind of had to because they fucked them up in the in the in the Last Jedi, and that's the problem. The Last Jedi, in if it was just the Luke Skywalker thing, it would be fine. You know what I mean? Like, it would be fine. But everybody's overlooking all the other, like, super faults. Like, it had a fucking needless casino scene that didn't push anything forward, that, right? Like, okay, so here's, I got, I got questions about go this, okay? Last, uh, it's always the last, because that's the thing. That's the catalyst film. Let, let, listen, Hitler was horrible. It's like, it's like you're saying, all right, it's like you're saying, hold on, hold on, it's like you're saying Hitler was horrible, but it was because of World War One no. that he was so bad, so fuck World War One. <laughs> no, right? That's what you're saying. No. All right, all right. No, what I'm saying, what I'm saying is, is to, God damn it, dude, why the fuck are we ever going to compare Nazis to Star Wars? Hey, listen, no, that, that's, that's a legitimate thing. That's yeah, a legitimate yeah, thing. Nazis to start with the, the Empire. The yeah. Empire was yeah. based off of that. It's just but, so I mean, We just said neo-Nazis in the First Order when we started. But yeah, that's we the did, thing. I felt really weird about it. <laughs> like, everybody's always saying, like, yeah, even though the last, Je- the, la- the last Jedi was, like, you know, subvert expectations, it was a better film in general than The Rise of Skywalker, but it really wasn't because it acted like it was the final act in a soap opera. Kills off the villain. You have no idea. Doesn't set up a new villain. So we have the same villain. And that wasn't his trajectory the entire film. You have a a ridiculous eight-hour chase scene that moved nothing forward. The film doesn't move anything in a direction that could have meaningful resolution all it does is subvert every expectation to tear down the structure so you can't have a third film going where the last jedi was going because the last jedi wasn't going anywhere it went nowhere but that was the point it was a middle a middle piece you can't, no where it could have gone to end but and, and if bullshit, you the empire strikes back went somewhere but if you look at and no, ended no, on a bad no but you, but you can't compare but you have to back. because if it's a second yeah. film and you know there's a third one, you have to set up your third act. No, true. But 
that's what I'm saying. The Colin Trevorrow script and story would have been way better because it took those pieces. It took, like I'm saying, those pieces and created something new that still connected to the Force Awakens. That's true. And that was, the, and that's the whole point of the third film in the trilogy. So I want to point out something about the names of these films <laughs> that I have a problem with. Star Wars: The Force Awakens. Fucking never went to sleep. Luke Skywalker didn't stop. He was training people. The force never stopped. It's not just like, oh man, where's that force been for a while? <laughs> hey, Ray. Ray's got the force. She brought it back. It's awake. Yeah. Jesus. The Last Jedi. Eh, nah. There's two of them out there. Um, and like, I, I get At like, two, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I get the whole like, you know, well, Kylo Ren's not really a Jedi yeah. because the Jedi was this and the Sith were that. And, you know, yeah. Get me caught up in the terminology, <laughs> whatever. And then the third one, Rise of Skywalker. No, no, it was the end. Like that's she's not doing anything else. Like that's it. <laughs> she, it's just she, it was. You could call it the Rose or the Rizid. The, <laughs> <Past tense. laughs> the Skywalker did the, what it set out Rizid. to do, and, and the arc was complete. But you know, it it was really just like it should have been the retirement of Skywalker. <laughs> Honestly, I'm I'm gonna just go out and say one. it. I think The Last Jedi and Rise of the Skywalker just shouldn't have happened. Period. No, they shouldn't. Both of them. You're right. They and I, okay, I, so I, do you think that it should have just been The Force Awakens and then boom? It should or have been, we should have had We should have had something. We should, it should have been different. We should, yeah. It should have been the way it was originally like, intended. intended. Yeah. And, and that's the problem with having too many cooks in the kitchen. Like you, you get too many ideas and giving them too much freedom over the initial structured plot is a problem. To wrap it up, because we're, cut, we're cutting close on time here. The Force Awakens set up character growth. The Last Jedi shoehorns characters. It expedites character growth on certain characters, and it shouldn't, because it's not cohesive with anything the universe has established. And you can't ignore those factors. You can't ignore those factors. Just like I can't ignore that maybe Luke could have gone the way he went. But at the same time, the universe structure, this universe structured it a certain way. And then J.J., for what he did, he did the best with what he had. They couldn't go with the Colin Trevorrow script because the Colin Trevorrow script technically leads to more movies. And that's not where they were going. They had to finish it. They could have closed it out. They could have closed it, but it wouldn't have. It wouldn't have. It wouldn't have worked. It just. I think it would have. I think it, it would have worked a lot better on film. It would, I think it, it just. I don't know if it would have been Force Awakens like level, but it could have been better. than They would have had a weak third act, no matter what they went with. Well, that's usually so, the, that's usually the case with most. And and, and that's yeah, what happens. They, they would have had. So they said, "Would we have a weak third act and still keep this debacle of the of the Last Jedi going, or do we have a third act that?" Can redeem it in some eyes of the fans. As a fan, the film redeems it to an extent, but it doesn't. It still has the same faults. It still has character. The only character that grows in this entire trilogy is Kylo Ren, and I give them credit on that. He's the only one that has a growth arc. I mean, mo- but most, but like I said, most third acts in film yeah. films are are the weakest, mm-hmm. except except Die Hard Three. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's a great film, but no, it's not the best. Robocop 3? No. Uh, the Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. Oh, yeah. Is the Dollars trilogy, Man With No Name, whatever you want to call it. All those films are good. Yeah. But, All three of but them. But that, that is the only movie trilogy that I can think of mm-hmm. where each film bests itself, yep. bests the other one. 
like so it, we should probably talk about that one maybe like, eventually yeah, maybe yeah. yeah. i love that but i don't good, know about next time i don't know if i want no, to do no, another that's, trilogy that's a lot. especially the good the bad the ugly is like a three hour film a three hour, three hour film, film. Yeah. <laughs> but um i mean but most most third movies are the yeah. weakest even in, in my the, the beloved my beloved dark knight trilogy which to me is 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 my favorite trilogy of films yep to me the dark knight rises is, is my least favorite even though it's an amazing fucking film but it's just, it's not on the same level. Back to the, look at Back to the Future Three, Return of the Jedi. Even I mean, yeah, you no, know, I, I agree with you on those points. But um, um, but to wrap but to wrap it up, yeah. Um, my my ranking, which I guess we can talk about, you know, yeah. Just say our rankings for the Star Wars sequel trilogy. I would say Force Awakens, Last Jedi, Rise of Skywalker. Uh, my ranking as far as. From best to worst, and I guess I'm the fucking asshole here. Um, Last Jedi, uh, <laughs> Rise of Skywalker, Force Awakens. <laughs> yes. That's me hitting my it's head against the yeah. fucking yeah. microphone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my ranking is The Force Awakens, Rise of Skywalker. I don't even rank The Last Jedi. <laughs> So it's just a, it's just a two film thing I for you. I fucking don't. It's just uh, it's the it's the Force Awakens. You had an eight hour mini episode, and then yeah. <laughs> and then it cuts straight to the Last Jedi, yeah. where he's on a tamp a tampon rampage, and a she's trying rampage. she's trying to figure out whether that's she great, wants the D or she doesn't. That's a great name for a punk band. Yeah, yeah, I was just thinking that tampon, tampon rampage. rampage. Yeah. Um, a really good one. I but, think I all right. Just to throw this out there real quick, I know we should have cut it a while ago. Um, I want to do a follow-up episode like later on this year, um, diving into this trilogy, not comparing it to the previous stuff, mm-hmm. and really diving into some of the other characters because they did some really cool things they did. with their characters and they introduced a lot of neat concepts that we didn't talk about because no. we're so angry. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I, like later on, let's do. But that, you, but you know, other people talk. You know, there's yeah. plenty of other. There's plenty of other stuff. Other stuff. Everybody knows Rose is crying. But yeah. people, plenty of other people are talking about yeah, Ray exactly. and Finn. And all, all, yeah, we're talking about just the film's cohesiveness. Mm-hmm. And really, we talked a lot about Luke Skywalker. but yeah. Like, way too you much. Can't, you can't, you can't, though. Well, you but can't. Yeah, it's Luke Skywalker. Yeah, but yeah. like, he's like not... Like, eh, fuck it. But Ky- I'm done. Look, look, well, I'm done. Is, yeah, Kylo Ren's arc <laughs> was great. He, yeah. he at least had a, solid, a solid thing, but we'll say that. Yep. All right, so what are we reviewing next week? Oh, I don't know. Fellers, don't know, we man. haven't even discussed this. We haven't this. discussed it. So it's we probably well, should. It'll be a surprise. So maybe a surprise. I was going to bring up something. We'll probably discuss it later. I got an idea too. I, ca- yeah. I kind of had something. So yeah. But I, thanks, thanks for listening to this rant. I don't know yeah, if it's, it's going to piss people off or not. It probably it's Star will. Wars. Yeah. It's going to piss everyone off. <laughs> if, if, it's like if talking the, politics these days. Yeah. We're yeah. going to have the fandom and then we're going to have the casual fandom. I'm a part of the casual fandom. Yeah. And, and essentially. Like, I mean, everybody's technically a casual fan unless you're Okay, like, but like when it comes to Star Wars. Anyways, we're over time. <laughs> All right, we're over time. Thank you, folks. We'll see you next week. See you all. Bye. Yeah. <laughs>